Welcome to episode 43 of What Lies Beneath, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. We are getting closer and closer, but not close enough to Seattle Kraken hockey. Here's what to expect on the show today. I've had an update on my, uh, I was going to say fantasy football, but uh, flag football coaching career. Um, Interesting. We've got to talk fantasy hockey. Joey Decord's custom bucket, pretty sweet in the Kraken reaction. Turbo's Seattle haircut. The ranking of Seattle's pipeline for 2022. What does that mean? And a no dumb questions. How do you properly wash a hockey jersey, a sweater? Great question. And some shout outs to you, the Kraken Pod fam. So let's get to it. Episode 43 of What Lies Beneath. Good morning, afternoon, midnight. I have no idea when or where you are listening, but thank you. We are recording. It is the uh, morning of Tuesday, August 30th, and come on September, at least get here. My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. So Joey's, uh, man, you went out and had some spicy, spicy, spicy food last night, and you are paying the price on podcast morning. So this is, I think, what the second or the third time that we've done like a like a very early podcast recording on the day that it comes out, dude. I'm telling you, and I was telling you right before we start recording. I don't care. I, at this point, the transparency is 100. Um, percent I took one sip of coffee this morning and just about shit my pants. Like, okay, we, we welcome, record, to, the like, welcome to the depths. Welcome to the depths. Like, I had some amazing food last night, um, but it was you know like Southeast Asian like global cuisine and yeah anyways very uh, had a lot of spice to it and was like ready to record the podcast took one sip of coffee and was like i might shit myself on the podcast so anyways we're a little late but we're doing it <laughs> you know what though also too this is a good thing to, to you know if you're a fan of the kraken pod and you don't know you know joey here in new orleans he's a he's a food guy he's got a great great uh twitter account instagram account um he's on tiktok he's got another podcast all dedicated to poo uh, to food to, to food yeah. <laughs> podcast yeah, at this point Wait. it's pretty much dedicated to poo too poo food poo, food. podcast food um <laughs> but he's all dedicated to food and uh it, it's fantastic it's called past the everything so like food's his thing food and hockey and um you're braver than i would be that sounds awesome but man spicy food i can only take in so many you know Spots. No, it was great. It was it was honestly really, really good. Um, I just got I got the fire booty, but it's under control. We're good to go. And now, you know, now we're rolling and we're doing the podcast. How are you, man? I want to hear about so you're recovering. I need to hear about the knee recovery. Everyone needs to hear about the knee recovery. And then on top of that, we need to hear about your your coaching. How how's that going? I definitely picture you as like the Ted Lasso type. So I remember like you tweeting out the score of the game and it was lopsided and not in your favor, but in typical Jeff fashion, it's all optimism. I think he even tweeted out like the believe poster. So we, we need to hear about this. That was before. That was before it started. So oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> that was before the game. <laughs> number one, knee feels great. I started physical therapy. I'm going to tell you this is um, take care of yourself. We talked about this, but you know, now is the time to go and get it. I don't know. I feel just more and more positive and optimistic about everything every single day. And I'm going to say it again, said it last week is the knee destruction was a wake up call to me in a lot of ways. And I feel awesome. My knee feels good. Physical therapy is really helping. Um, I've got three days in a row of hitting the bike each morning. So I'm in a routine with like riding around my neighborhood. Um, I thought for the longest time that riding a bike sucked. I hated it. Uh, I had to run. Yeah. You did like riding a bike? No, like for exercise. I did not. And because let's see, man, this, I got to get, I still, I do got to get a better seat for my bike, but, um, okay. I feel really good. I mean, actually I'm like soaked in sweat. I came fresh off a bike ride, uh, uh, to this podcast recording and I feel great. So knees awesome. It's really working. I'm, I'm still got a little bit of a, a limp, uh, just a little limp, but I'm moving and I feel like in a week, uh, I'll be pretty normal and it's just going to recover from there. I'm dedicated to making my legs very strong and I'm excited I- about that. I kind of don't want you to lose the limp because it looks kind of like a pimp walk. And I kind of want you to keep rocking with it a little bit. Like just really lean into it. Maybe buy some leopard pram. Just Joey, it there. however I walk is a pimp walk. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you that. All right. The perma pimp walk. That's right. It doesn't matter if I'm, wa- I'm, I'm always a pimp. Right. So also I'm uh, married 43. I have three kids. Pimp, yeah. pimp and left <laughs> Please, a long time ago. This uh, Mrs. Janusek. We're just joking around. So uh, uh, <laughs> very much. 
Uh, you know, a pimp in like a figurative way. Um, not literal, not literal pimp. Um, so with flag football, dude, Friday night we had our first game and it was awesome. We played against the championship team and the team did fantastic. I mean, there was a lot of energy there. It really was Ted, Ted Lasso. We lost 40 to 12. Um, mm-hmm. And they put it down on paper. As Sounds like people. energy was lacking, but okay. No, no, it, it's weird. <laughs> it actually was. And I'm not saying this is like, uh, I'm not trying to be like way too positive. It was closer than it sounded. Like we actually had a lot of uh, wins on some wins on defense. We were, we scored a couple touchdowns. Um, you know, these, these, I don't know how to coach football and um, I don't know how to draw plays. I got volunteered to do this. I volunteered to do this. Right. And um, I'm excited about it, but I don't know what I'm doing. And it's, it's fairly obvious. And uh, I'm out there trying to just hype everybody up and, okay. you know, for not knowing plays, we've got some athletes and for, you know, just doing the basics, everybody did a great job. The kids were awesome. And then, you know, we were pumped after that game. Everybody was excited. We had some promising stuff go on. Um, that was Friday night. We had a game on Sunday afternoon this past Sunday, and it was at two in the afternoon, South Louisiana, blazing sun and it was just nasty and then we had a kid who hasn't shown up to any practice he hasn't shown up to any games he showed up one minute before the game started so brand new kid no clue what he's doing at all and 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 also too mainly me is i really this this game shined for me and this is a confessional here which i mean anybody who watched this game saw it as well i really don't know what i'm doing so i'm dedicated to uh, drawing up some plays and and making sure that I can teach these kids. Like I don't know how to teach kids, which is tough, you know. And I can't just be like, go out and do this and do this. I have to like literally walk them through stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I've been doing research and watching some YouTube videos, and I really want to make this better for them. You know what I mean? So um, s- Friday night first game was awesome. You know, morals were high, and then we literally got you know the heat just crushed it out of us on uh, Sunday. We got really destroyed. I mean, we lost that game thirty to you know six or something like that not the score was not like it wasn't closer than the score indicated that was like we got our asses kicked we were a wreck it was it was i think it was a combination of uh a little bit of of the heat um um you know there was just i just have to do a lot when it comes to practice so i'm I'm gonna try and figure this out i mean you know we're, we're the worst team in the league i'm the only coach you know that's another thing is we another parent did step up to to um try and help out on the defense which is great and it's like okay um, I'm like, come on, y'all. Just like, I don't mean, do the pair step out onto the field being like, I got this shit. Like, I got the no, line. no, no, that's <laughs> I'm out there trying to act like I, I know what's up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, so anyway, long story you short, consider putting the kids in a wildcat. Yeah, totally. Always. That's all we're going to okay. do. Wildcats. No, no. Okay. What, in, in flag football for uh, second and third graders. Okay. They're, they're athletes. They're smart enough. We have to run a lot of misdirection, and I do not know how that's to. Coach what I'm that saying yet. that's that's why I mentioned the wildcat. Um, this is a this is a real thing. Look at wildcat formation. No, no, I, I know it, but I, I okay, know okay. what the wildcat is, but I don't know how the yeah. fuck to teach a wildcat. <laughs> no, like I got to what we the plays that we get crushed on over and over again is yeah. QB. You know, Q, Q, QB snaps the ball, gets the ball from the center, right, mm-hmm. and the other team is they're either turning the back their back to us so we can't see the ball and then they got two kids running in two separate directions right you got the running oh, back what? and you got a man in motion and they're really good these other teams have been around for a couple of years oh, playing they're the doing like years. double reverses with their yeah. backs turned to mask the ball yeah. holy crap man. yeah and okay. it's you know it's look it's little kids but it's it's coached well they're coached well they know what they need to do so yeah. they have this they have this stuff you know so um, trickery yeah, exactly. So anyway, you know, it's just, it's a lot. I've got to learn a lot. It's fun. Friday night was super fun. Sunday was not fun. And um, that's something that, you know, we, I got to work on. And the kids had a great time, you know, but like, you know, I was frustrated. Some parents were frustrated. It was also just hot as shit. So long story short, I'm still into it. I'm pumped. I took a major loss on Sunday and it's driven me. Anytime I get my ass kicked, I, 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 I try to get up you know, and, and be stronger. So yeah, that's um, the only way to do it, man. You know, I honestly feel like you have a, like a mad hatter deep down inside of you. I feel like there's an inner less miles and you just need to really tap into that and just start pulling out like crazy trick plays and all sorts of shit and teach those kids how to do them. And then there you go. The only thing I feel good about is I'm, I'm definitely Ted Lasso. Like, um, yes, a, yes, a, you are. We had a kid who's a pretty good kid and he missed a flag. Like we can, we suck at pulling flags. And, um, 
He's pretty good though. And he missed it. He missed it. And he like started tearing up and crying. Cause he was like, so he's so he wants to do so well. You know what I mean? So like I picked the kid up. I was like, don't shake it off, man. You're good. Don't worry about it. Like I felt good about that. Like I'm, I'm pumping these kids up and you know, there was a time where I kind of lost my cool in the middle of, cause I got like four kids coming into the, the huddle. It's six on six. I got four, four kids coming. Hey, throw it to me. Throw it to me. I'm like, guys, be quiet. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, God, everybody I pay attention. I got, I, yeah, I did do that once or twice. And my own son too. I'm like to my own son. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. so, you know, I got to chill. You know, I had a good, good coach, bad coach. I can show up if you want. I'll well, be walking I had with Pfizer. I, I tell you what, Friday night lights, everybody <laughs> in South Louisiana, everybody out there is they're sipping on something. And I did have a little, you yes. know, a little glass of wine before. I got going mm. to calm my nerves, and I might have to Coach do that. Coach is wine drunk. He's yelling at kids. Exactly, exactly. So don't tell, don't tell the league that. But okay, also right. Viol- violation yeah. of all sorts of rules over here. But I like it, man. This sounds like a, a, a version of like Little wow. Giants. I'm is super. This a hockey it. podcast or is there a flag football podcast? I need to find out about that. Yeah, a youth flag football podcast. <laughs> oh, I gu- I guarantee there is one because there's YouTube channels. Oh, and the and the refs. The ref on Friday was this chill uh, high school kid who was like literally on the phone at one time, but he was, he was help. He was, he was on the out. phone. He was on the phone at one time. During, and then like, he was chill. He was and he was cool. Just setting and, out dick pics. Oh dude. And then we, you know, Not from the kids. And just, then, you know. and then we had, uh, uh, on Sunday, we had this, this hardo, you know, 50 year old, like think of a football coach, football guy, you know, big fat guy, you know, and with a beard and, and, this kid walks up. I told you the kid showed up a minute before the game started. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. And I'm like, Oh shit. Here's your flags. He, he hadn't picked up his Jersey. He didn't have his flags. So I'm like, hand it to him. And the ref walks over. He's like, coach, you got two minutes left and two minutes left before the game starts <laughs> like that, like that. No, I'm not, I am not exaggerating. Oh it's my like, God. this is fucking flag football yeah. in the middle of 95 degree heat. Eight, yeah. seven, eight-year-old, nine-year-old kids. I've got. By the way, the other teams all have like twelve players. We have eight. So it's like fucking chill, man. It's like Jesus Christ. Anyway, all right, let's move Listen, on. Dude, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, but you and I both know that football in the South is not a sport; it's a religion. There's a reason why Louisiana is pumping out pros left and right. You want to know why? Because those kids are getting screamed at by refs when they're seven, eight, and nine years old playing flag football. Well, By the time they hit elementary school, they're like little Leonard Fournettes running around. I will, I will, and you're right, you're right, exactly right. And I'll, I'm going to give my my parents, uh, uh, thank you for the grace because they know that I suck and they're just really supportive and cool. So I appreciate that. Yeah, you if, can't be upset at Ted Lasso. That's why you need uh, me. Like I'm going to show up. I'll be the other coach. I'll just stay silent, hold a clipboard, rock advisor. I'll take all the yelling from the parents. That's fine. I just like. The other thing I wanted to say is how you were like, you know, the score was not like indicative of how the game went. That is literally what I'm going to say every single week for this upcoming football season when the Seahawks lose by like 26 points. Like, well, if you actually watch the game, it wasn't as, you know, it wasn't as much of a blowout as it looked like. So that's going to be me for the entire NFL season for this year. Well, I'm pumped for I'm pumped for football. I am. I cannot wait for football. Me too, Um, brother. And you know what? This is a good chance to say this, too, before we get into uh, the cracker reaction. The wait's almost over. New football season's starting, right? Uh, get ready for NFL Week 1 with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Celebrate the return of football. Football's back. And Let's go, baby. I would totally take bets. If there is a flag football, it, hey, DraftKings, flag football, FNA, FNA in, uh, in, in Mandeville, Louisiana, please set up some betting because I'm going to bet against myself every single time. I make so much <laughs> money. Games. So much, so much. I don't have to throw them, Joey. Uh, DraftKings <laughs> is giving new customers. It's not, it's, it's the thing is I can't, I'm not even going to be getting in trouble because I'm not going to throw shit. I'm going to try to win and we probably won't. I love my kids though, man. I die for them. DraftKings is giving new customers a can't miss offer. Bet just five bucks on any football game. Get $200 in free bets instantly. If you want more action for opening night, which is coming up, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. Get up seven, you win. Bet on any any NFL team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. Even if your team loses, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash Whenever you want, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's get to it. Here is your Kraken reaction. (laughs) 
So, uh, Joey, what's the countdown before we actually get to watch some hockey? 26, September 26, first uh, preseason game. Is it against, I want to say, Edmonton? I could yes. be wrong. No, it there is. There we go. All right, cool. That's Good job. into my brain at this point. Hey, do me a favor. I'm going to start calling you Joey Memes because we are on- our goal this year as a Kraken podcast, okay, hashtag uh-huh. Kraken pod, is to own the Kraken hockey memes. And my boy here, Joey Memes, is on top of his game. He is already firing on all cylinders, and the season hasn't even sniffed a start. So, dude, I, I don't know if you can do it, but we got to do a countdown every single day before, like just the, even the preseason game. So, oh, yeah, we can, we can easily do that. And also, I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of digging that name. I might have to change like my Twitter, my Twitter handle to Joey memes. Joey it's memes. Probably already, it's probably already taken, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling the Joey memes. No, I'm, I'm, I try. I'm like, and I work in social media. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is a good one. This is a good one. And then Joey just comes in like two minutes later. He's like, oh, here's this thing I just put together real quick. It's like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Jesus. God. So you're my killing brain, it. But my brain thinks in memes, Jeff. It's not like a, like a, like a, a positive thing. I promise you. Like everything I see in real life is just like a fucking meme in my head. Why so are you? Always... Sounds like you're apologizing for this. I wish it was amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Dude. Life is a meme. My life is a meme. <laughs> um, and <laughs> so before we get into the crack and stuff, I do want to say real fast a shout out to the Grind Line podcast because I'm a big, as you know, Detroit Red Wings fan too. And um, I won a contest and I won the Vladimir Konstantinov book from these guys i entered oh, the contest. you're holding it up now because people yeah. can't see you but you're holding it up now mm-hmm. i um I, I they held a contest where they they're trying to raise money for vladdy because long story short is um you know vladimir konstinov uh car accident just horribly um disabled right and uh his insurance basically michigan law big problems and insurance money just drying up so these guys put together with darren mccarty right darren mccarty uh, now to, follows you on Twitter. No big deal. No big deal. Which is um, stolen from uh, from our boys at uh, uh, what No big deal. What is that? Um, I don't even know. Up. I'm everywhere right now. The big you can barely drink coffee without shitting my pants this morning. So I can't help you out there, Jeff. Grindline podcast raising money to give to uh, Vladimir Konstantinov to help take care of his endless amounts of needs to keep this guy rolling. And I donated some money, which is awesome. I felt great about that. They threw me in this contest and they, they picked me as one of the winners. So thank you Grindline podcast for this book. Um, really. They sent me some swag, a sticker, which is totally awesome. Um, so long story short is thank you all so much. I appreciate that. So nice. Let's get into some cracking shit, man. Some, some cracking reaction. We are still scrounging for content. We uh, discussed the other day that we're going to start in September our season preview. So, you know, get ready for that. It'll get a little more official. I think the summer depths will be um, will be ending. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're all over social media and finding really cool stuff. And Joey Decourt, because we are a pro Joey podcast, right? Pro Joey pod, baby. You have Joey memes over here. Um, Joey Decord, uh, one of our cracking goaltenders, he unveiled some pretty sweet uh, goaltending gear, which is always fun to see before the season starts. So, Joey, yes. what did Joey do? Well, so this is really cool because what I really liked about this, I mean, not only is uh, is his helmet, his bucket just super legendary, but it made the rounds, right? So, like, I remember I saw it, and then we were sharing it on, like, our socials, which, by the way, you can follow us, Twitter, Facebook, at Kraken Pod. Um, but his his bucket is just fucking legendary, and you saw the NA, the official NHL account was sharing it. Spitting Chicklets was sharing it, and I was just looking at the comments, and people were really behind it. So it's kind of weird talking about a visual thing on a on a podcast that doesn't do video yet. Um, but I will say that um, it's freaking sweet. So for his goalie mask, he has like the Kraken logo on either side, so left and right sides got the Kraken logo. And then, like, towards the bottom of it on the front, like, where his chin is, he has an actual crack. And then reaching up, he has, like, these tentacles that are going up, like, up his mask, like, up his face. And the mask is just, like, a really sweet, you know, blue, white, with, like, a red and some black in there, like, the the Kraken colors. So it's a custom bucket. It's freaking awesome. And I was checking it out, and it's done by this company uh, called Shifty Illustrations. And they're at Twitter, at Shifty Paint. And it's started by this guy, Brad Lambert. And so I wanted to look into it really quick to get like a uh, uh, some backstory on it. And basically, so, and I want to ask you, Jeff, have you ever heard of this guy? And they called him a minor league legend. It was Kevin St. Pierre. And he was playing for Bakersfield, the West Coast Hockey League. And this is back in 2002. And the team's equipment manager at the time introduced him to Brad Lambert, 
who was already painting helmets and doing custom helmets. Uh, this guy's a, a former motorcycle racer, but was also a season ticket holder. And he was trying to break into the game. And he did a helmet for Kevin St. Pierre. He ended up loving it. He ended up doing helmets for him for the next 10 years. And then this is how Shifty Illustration started. And there's a really cool quote on their website that I pulled. And it is, quote, except for his wife and children, nothing is more personal to a goaltender than his mask. It saves him from countless scars and the scrutiny of fans when he makes a mistake. But while the mask hides a goaltender's face, the design on it is often as an extension of their personality. I just thought that was fucking badass. And then if you go to their website, it's really cool. Like one, it's actually affordable. They start like 350 bucks, um, you know, probably like some basic bitch type mask type stuff. But then you can go up from there, obviously. Um, but it's really cool because he not only does goalie uh, uh, mask, but he does motorcycle helmets, racing helmets, all sorts of stuff. So really cool. Check it out. I, and if people haven't seen it yet, I would just go online and like Google Joey Decord's, you know, bucket 2022 and take a look at what we're looking at because it's pretty freaking sweet. So, yeah, I, I don't know. You know. I haven't heard of that guy. Maybe I have, but there's been so many talented artists. I think it'd be kind of cool for us, maybe in some season preview type stuff, we should put this under notes as a future episode. We should go down the rabbit hole of, you know, goaltender custom equipment. buckets, custom, oh. custom goaltending equipment. Cause yeah. that is something that didn't become really super prevalent prevalent until um, like the nineties, right? Like the, the mid eighties, the 80s started actually it started in the 70s i think it's ken dryden started uh, montreal canadians goaltender i think it all kind of started with him and the mask painting um and then it just kind of progressed and progressed and progressed and it's uh-huh. it's been something that i've loved to see uh as you know when i was a kid to now it's super cool there's so many awesome goaltending artists out there um yeah. and, and these guys are super inspired and they often too will like put little like you know um and I don't know if it's that much anymore, but back in the day, like in the mid nineties, early two thousands, there was a uh, goaltenders would put a lot of little things all over their helmets. And it would be like, this means this, and this means that, and this is dedicated to that. And there's stories behind all of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's neat to see that go on. Um, and it's something that I think is very unique to hockey. I mean, you know, hockey is very unique sport. And this is one of those things that stands out as, you know, uh, very just like, you know, artistic goaltending equipment, you know, it's not like other sports where you see sponsorships everywhere, that sort of stuff. It's just something that's purely up to that goaltender's um, personality. Like I could, there's masks out there. There's 10 to 20 masks that if I just looked at the mask, you could quiz me and I could tell you whose mask that was. Mm-hmm. You know, Martin Brodeur with the little devil, you know, horns and tail uh, right on his chin. Um, Patrick Waugh with the Canadians, you know, um, you know, obviously some Red Wings ones, that sort of stuff. So it's cool. It's always cool to see that. And I love seeing those those pads get unveiled. Um, you know, you've got these guys who, who constantly are coming up with cool, um, you know, goaltending swag. And then you've got the hardcore guys who are super, super duper, super stitious. And they don't like to change anything at all. So they don't put any color or anything on there. So. Long story short, they, it looks awesome. I think Joey Decord, I, man, I hope he just has a great season and really rises up in the ranks. And I feel like anything that's going to give him confidence, and this was a, absolutely a boost of his confidence, I'd love to see it. No, dude, it's freaking sweet. And so a co- I, one thing I did not know is that goalie masks typically uh, last on average for about two years because, like, the outside of the mask will stay okay. You know, you're going to get, obviously, like, your dings and shit. Like, you're going to take some pucks to the head. But – uh, it's actually the foam on the inside that starts to break down. So about two years is the average lifespan of a goalie mask, which I did not know. And also, like, this is where one thing where I have to give the NHL credit because, you know, over the course of the past year, you know, with the Seattle Kraken, their inaugural season, and then getting into the sport, I have definitely had a lot of various critiques of ways in which that the NHL can grow the game where I feel like they are lacking. Allowing players, especially in this case, and we're talking about um, goalie buckets, but allowing players to do like custom stuff like this, I feel like is a really critical part in drawing interest in the game and also allowing those players to do really cool stuff that like is a reflection of their personality. Like you have the the NFL, for example, they don't let players do even like custom cleats, right? So you have like, let's say like a wide receiver for example goes out on the game uh goes out and it's like doing his pregame warm-up and then he's rocking like some custom you know grinch cleats for uh, christmas or something if those are not league approved they get fined uh during the game for wearing them and i think that's a big mistake too because it's like why would you not want to embrace uh people's personality but then they can you know they can do the corporate thing and argue well if we let one person do this and everyone will start doing it blah blah, blah. 
anyways, my whole thing is that like the NHL definitely has a lot of ways in which it can grow the game and where it kind of falls short. And this is actually an example where I think it's the complete opposite and I am all for it. I would love to see uh, more custom gear out there. Like you said, some players are superstitious and you know, they don't want to, but I think this is a great move. And Joey Decord's freaking helmet is bad fucking ass. And I'm so excited to watch him play while he's rocking the thing. You know, I think, um, I think, really paying attention. I've mentioned this before, you know, being part of this podcast, the Kraken pod, I, I, I paid more attention to hockey than I had in years. You know, last year mm-hmm. I paid attention to it and I really saw a huge difference in personalities uh, being celebrated from, you know, celebrations to uh, crazy, you know, plays on the ice. I feel like the NHL is embracing that. And I, and I do love to see that. And I think um, this is a good transition into something that Joey memes caught, which is fantastic and uh, kind of went a little viral in Seattle crack in Twitter land. It was turbo's new haircut, which you totally <laughs> nailed. Explain this, this new haircut dude, dude is a stud. First of all, and he's a good, he's a good looking dude. Second of all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, look, if you're in, look, if, if there's an all-star team for good looking dudes, he might be on it. You know, we got something in the works here, something we'd like to call uh, maybe uh puck boy summer or hot boy summer um we'll discuss later on he might be on that list but here's the deal is his haircut was perfectly summarized by joey memes in what way explain that no so if you just look at the if you just look at his haircut man it just reminded me of like you know some like early 90s rom-com type haircuts and it's not just like the haircut where he has like the middle part and like the front is kind of coming down just like gently over the face but it's also like the glamour shots pose that he was doing. And it reminded me of like those rom-coms. And, you know, I always just try to, well, in my brain, I don't have to try because again, my, I fucking think in memes all the time, which is absurd. But in my, in my head, I was like, this reminds me of like 10 things I hate about you because I'm tying it, you know, back to Seattle. Like this is, you know, a Heath Ledger rom-com. It was based in Seattle. And that's why I was like, Oh, Brandon Tanev is really embracing the 10 things I hate. Uh, I hate about you haircut. Like he's going to have a massive uh, season for the Seattle Kraken. So I just thought it was hilarious. He's definitely got like the 90s rom-com haircut going on right now. And some people were actually like upset. Like it was funny. Like I remember like uh, reading on Facebook. There's a lot of people being like, oh, is he going to have his flow back for this season? Like they didn't know how to feel about his haircut. And it's like, hey, if Turbo's feeling good about it and he looks good, look good, feel good, play good, baby. Like he'll be fine. Can everybody just chill the hell out? I can't even get a fucking haircut without, you know, without people start asking questions. Like, he's got a beautiful flow. It's obviously growing, going to grow and continue to grow. He'll be fine. Like, I get it if you were like a fan, you were into Turbo and you loved his long hair and you're like bummed about it. But to give him shit about it. I mean, I yesterday on Twitter, everybody on social media, just chill the hell out, y'all. Just chill out. <laughs> Yesterday, I saw I saw in New Orleans, there's a back and forth, like some newspaper reporter who's he's kind of annoying uh, personality. But exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, you do. And he put and he put out he put out this this uh, article and like he in the article, there was it was a highlighted section and he misspelled, you know, from and it was form. Yeah. And some and then there was like a whole thread of like, oh, you missed this word. It was like, oh, it was actually my editor. And then the editor's like, I'm sorry, I missed it. He's like, oh, I can't believe you're an editor. And like it went on and on. It's like, it's a oh, fucking geez. word. Yeah. It's one word. Like, and again, yeah. like I said, the guy, you know, but it's still, it's like, chill out. So if yeah. a hockey player wants to cut it, is it not your hair? It's not your hair. Just okay. Anyway. <laughs> I think the point is pro you na- pod. Pro you hair nailed- pod. Pro hair, let it flow, yeah, let it yeah, go, whatever, whatever, however you want to do that hair, do that hair your way. But that tweet was phenomenal at Kraken Pod on Twitter. Um, you totally got to go check that out. And it's it's from a, a couple of days ago, so you can't miss it. And Joey really nailed it because it does look like he's straight out of 10 Things I Hate About You. So I'm telling you, he looks like an extra in the movie. Like if I were to rewatch that movie and then he's in the background somewhere, like in a in a phone booth, like doing mm-hmm. a fake phone call while the main characters are talking, like, oh, that's that's Turbo right there. I would not be surprised whatsoever. Uh, pop quiz. Name one actor from that uh, movie. Uh, Heath Ledger. Okay. Easy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then there's the Julia... Whatever. Styles. <laughs> Julia Styles. Julia Styles. There yep. you go. Yeah. Where'd she go? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah. So um, pretty awesome, right? So that was great. And then also, too, by the way, on Twitter, uh, at Kraken Pod, uh, my man Joey Memes has got a little contest going on right now with a Maddie Beneers signed puck. 
Um, we are going hard after those reviews for our podcast, which by the way, thank you for, if you reviewed us, thank you for those, the, the podcast, by the way, don't be a smart ass unless you truly hate us. Um, please leave a five-star review anywhere you listen on Spotify or, uh, on, you know, Apple, uh, wherever you listen. Um, and Joey, if you go to Twitter at Kraken pod, he's got a contest where, um, you could win a Mandy Benier signed puck. If you, uh, help us get to 100, reviews yes we're really going at hard after the reviews baby so i'm glad i'm I'm also really glad that you mentioned that because i was going to and i didn't take notes and i completely forgot about it it's up on our facebook page too but yeah long story short like i ended up so when we did like a giveaway we partnered with brandon seeley with 32 crew and our half of that giveaway was assigned uh was assigned puck for maddie veneers well i also bought another one for myself and then i was like you know what I'll fucking give this away. I honestly, like, I legitimately don't care. I will give this away to somebody who wants it. And that's why I was like, it's not even so much of a competition as it is. If you, as in like the listeners, members of the Kraken pod, if you help us get to 100 rates slash reviews on Apple podcasts and Spotify. And like Jeff said, thank you so much to everybody who's already done that because it really is the biggest way for people to discover our podcast. So it's freaking huge. Please rate and review us if you haven't done that or if you have done that fucking, you know, harass your friends, your significant other, uh, you know, whoever family, the person you're fucking. We don't care. Like literally just go out there and like make sure they leave a rate and review. It takes two seconds to do it and it helps us out a ton. If you get us to 100, guess what? We're just going to pick somebody at random and we're going to send them a Manny Benier signed puck to start the season and he's going to win the Calder and that puck is going to go up in value, but you're not going to sell it because you're a fan. Mm-hmm. exactly right you're just gonna let it just let, let it let it ride baby let it ride uh yeah go do that please at kraken pod and check out that puck so other kraken reaction stuff um before we kind of talk about the kraken pipeline i do want to mention something that's uh it was pretty cool i thought you know look we've got an aw- a lot of awesome fans and we do need to have a kraken pod w- wiki right we-, we need that because i'm losing track of who's who and i need to start listening to stuff out before the season you know, and as a coach, as a flag football coach, I got to know my players. I need to know uh-huh. my Kraken pod family members because like I'm pissing people off by making people names, names wrong. <laughs> I, so anyway, I think everybody I, knows that we're idiots at this point, but it's yeah. all good. But yes, I agree with you. No, but I'm committed, man. Like I told you, I'm all about optimism and positivity and I'm feeling great right now. I want to continue that trend. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure that I start learning names. It starts here is I thought this was pretty cool is, you know, here we are bored as hell in the off season, trying to find ways to talk about Seattle crack and hockey and Chris, AKA at NHL Seattle on Twitter came up with something really cool. He's a PR dude. So he's pretty smart with these ideas and, and he's always kind of throwing some cool stuff at us, but he came up with something called uh, hashtag release the horn. Release the horn. He's very and passionate about the horn. He is. He's passionate about the Seattle Kraken goal horn. And he came up with three different horns, right? He's got well the original, the one that we know of, right? Yes. He proposed in a Twitter poll, which you should go check out his, uh, his, his Twitter feed, right? And you should take a look at this because it's kind of neat to think about. At NHL Seattle, he's got... Uh, a, a YouTube uh, video set up for each, th- all three of these, so you can listen to them. And he he asked people. He said, "Hey, you know, what do you think? What do you think about this uh, goal? Should we switch it up?" So the poll was between the original, which is what we have now, which is the uh, one one goal blast, and then straight into lithium from Nirvana, mm-hmm. which is just like awesome. But then he had to an option where there was two blasts into lithium, and then three blasts into um, lithium, which the Original won the poll by like 39%. And then like, I didn't, I didn't see the end results of the poll. So news to me, which I actually, I, I'd like to stick with the second yeah. version, which was like two short blasts into lithium didn't do so hot. Then then the second place version was the, was the, the third three, option. three blasts into lithium. I, I actually, I do like the original, but I would like the horn to be extended. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want like a longer blast, like really fucking lean into it. Like if we're going to do the fairy horn blast, which that's exactly what it is, like extend the blast a little bit. I think it does get cut a little short. That's just you, my You're right. I And uh, the other thing, too, is I do kind of like the three because w- for a hat trick, that'd be kind of neat. I was just thinking that, too. Yeah, if they if they get a hattie, there should there should be a, a three a three horn blast followed by lithium. You got to switch it up a little bit now. But you know what? 
maybe, maybe the Seattle Kraken, maybe they're easing into it and they'll figure it out. We still don't have a mascot, you know? We, I mean, so I don't know. They have, to, they, they have some things to figure out in the second year. You know what? Ever, ever since I got destroyed for my idea of uh, Squidward, or not Squidward, but um, Zoyberg last year, I, I don't care. I really don't care about <laughs> mascot. Well, I'll actually, embrace Zoyberg. Man, shut the fuck up. We're obviously kidding. We literally joke about everything. I, I, will, uh, I will embrace our mascot should we get one, but uh, I really don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't, nope. I don't, I kind of don't want one now. So just, I'm, I'm bitter and angry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make another note too, is before we get to this rundown is Joey, I think we should um, talk about this in another no dumb questions. This came up mm-hmm. and we'll get to that soon too, is uh, we're talking about this week on Twitter, who, who's going to be the captain for the Seattle Kraken. And yes. we put up a poll too. And uh, Yanni Gord was the front runner, right? Yeah. That's, um, still, that's been my vote. I'm still sticking to it. Same, samesies. And there was a discussion about, can goalies be a captain, right? Can they be a captain? Yes. And that's something we should talk about in another episode, too. So make that note. What was my first note to talk about? I don't know. I, I don't know either. Thought. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to write this one down, actually. No, but the, but the goalies as captains, one is legit. And we can... Jesus. Sorry, yeah, there's a... Dude, fucking monster child. I didn't realize that Bigfoot and Gravedigger are fucking racing in my front yard. Oh, yeah. um, That's what you need to, to drive around <laughs> on New Orleans streets, though. Yeah, ridiculous. Um, no, I, I think the, the goalie as captain is, is something that we can address um, in a future episode. We can we can do it for no dumb questions. I think it's legit. And the, we obviously won't get into it now because it's a discussion for a future thing. As a gut instinct, though, thing for me, I will say I don't like it. And I say that because I want my goalie to be focused on playing their position. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very, very, very mentally, uh, emotionally, and physically draining position. And I think that tagging um, captain on top of that can be really taxing and have some side effects that you – don't really want to see on the ice, but that's just me throwing my, throw my, you know, two cents, not knowing shit about hockey input out there. Stop saying that, man. This goal for 20, you <laughs> Dude, know, a lot I of have shit so about much to learn still. I have so much oh. to learn. Well, it's just what we Google it. I did look it up and officially according to the NHL, it's a, you can't goalies cannot be captains. Now there was a back and mm. forth because Roberto Luongo, uh, when he played for the Canucks, he was the, he was the captain. They named yes. him the captain, but he couldn't officially be the captain, which is yes. weird. But he was the captain, but he couldn't officially be the captain. Yes. And it was a disaster. And I think that's for that reason is because goalies are kind of alone. You know, like it's not like they come to the bench, you know, in the middle of a the game. They're mm-hmm. out there in an island. You know, a, a captain is somebody who needs to because I thought it would be cool to have Gruby the captain. But I started thinking about it is, you know, you need somebody who can lead the team as a whole. Uh, and be in the mix, whether you're on the bench, right on the ice, yes. Um, you know, and you can even come over to the goalie and 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 be that captain, be that leader, and do that. So a skater, you know, needs to be the the captain, and that's why the NHL rule says that. So I'm going to look it up though, so we can officially discuss it and and move on. But absolutely, um, you know, I, I'm I'm looking for big things from Groove this season. So in more crack and reaction. Let's talk about the Seattle Kraken's pipeline. Um, you know, we're deep, 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 deep into the offseason. What the hell are we going to talk about? What the hell are writers going to write about? And for Seattle Kraken fans, uh, we had a writer look into the Seattle Kraken pipeline, which is basically like, you know, your, your players coming up from the, the lower ranks, the minors and different leagues, that sort of thing, into mm-hmm. the Kraken system. So what's going on? Where are we ranked? Okay, so the pipelines were ranked. Where are the Seattle Kraken ranked and according to who, Joey? So out of the 32 NHL teams, the Kraken are currently, and this is according to Corey Pronman, who's a, a really great writer for The Athletic. He had them actually ranked dead, I mean, like dead last last season, which it makes sense, whatever. Inaugural totally. season, yeah, we, like, we legitimately didn't exist, so there's nothing there to really rank. Um, we went from dead last to 15th in the league overall, and – Corey Promman does these rankings every every year, and I think it's really important to take note of. And I, I also made a quick note that he also gave our 2022 draft class a grade of an A. Obviously, everybody knows about Shane Wright falling to four, then going from there. And so I, what I did was I, I took a look at this. I was like, okay, how do we go from 32nd to 15th? And then what I basically did was I highlighted four different players um, you know, because we, we we can talk about Manny Beniers and Shane Wright all fucking day. Everybody knows 
not everybody. Most people know a lot about a lot about these guys, but I wanted to highlight a couple of guys I think were a, another part, a, a big reason why the Kraken went from, again, dead last in the league to 15th. We'll start with Yager Furkus. I'm already in love with this guy. I'm pretty sure like he's my favorite ginger of all time. I want to see him like <laughs> skating around for the Coachella Valley Firebirds with like his red hair just flowing out of his bucket. I think he's just going to look sexy as shit. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, he was drafted 35th overall. See, I have man, uh, boy and girl crosses all the time. So he was drafted 35th overall, um, but he was predicted to go late in the first round. Um, his shot is really, really high end, and he has consistent like skills and creativity that really stand out on the ice. And he does a great job uh, with handling defenders one on one. Like he, his uh, his stick handling is is pretty next level. It's crazy how freaking like small this dude is. I know it really doesn't matter, but when you're like five ten, like 160 pounds, holy shit, man! But this he's incredibly skilled, and you know it was kind of a steal because again he was supposed to projected to be like a late first round pick, and also it's the fiery red hair. Like he is meant to be playing for the Coachella Valley Firebirds this upcoming season. I can't wait, and when that happens, I want the Furcus sweater. Uh, the next guy is Yanni Nyman. And again, wait, I'm sorry, going to wait, wait, hold up before yeah, yeah, you move on. Like that's just the best last name. I mean, Furcus. Oh, hell yeah, it is. Furcus, get on yeah. the ice. Like Furcus, <laughs> like that's just a fun name to say. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent on that. And by the way, if we start fucking up some names here or mispronounce things, guess what? Now we're just doing the game where you have to start taking shots every time we screw something up. No, so here we're we go. Good. We're hundred percent right now. We're rolling, baby. No drink uh, in so, this episode. <laughs> uh, we got Yanni Nyman. Uh, he was uh, he was drafted 49th overall. I have in uh, an all caps big boy because he is a winger and he's 6'4", 217 pounds. Um, he's got uh, he's got a solid shot. And right now he's currently playing in Liga, which is Finland's highest pro league. And he's off to a really hot start, man. He had um, he had two goals in a game last week. Um, he's just playing out of his mind right now. And he's a guy that's, you know, if everything goes right and he keeps going on his trajectory, he's going to end up, you know, getting some NHL minutes. So I'm really excited for that. Do you I would also like, yeah, yeah to add ahead. to that is that's awesome for us. I'm so excited because Finnish hockey is literally the, the pinnacle of international yes. hockey right now. They've won, they won Olympic gold. They won the IIHFs. Uh, um, they're amazing. So yes. to have in the top Finnish league, this dude, that means he is like a, a, a Clydesdale. Like, this guy's a stud. Yes, 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 exactly. Said it. Could not have said it any better myself. Next dude, David Goyette. For some reason, I have like this weird, and I can't explain it. I'm a vibes guy, but I vibe towards David Goyette. Like, there's just something about him that I really like. So, he was drafted 61st overall. He, um, he has a left-handed shot. Maybe that's just it because we're both lefties. Uh, but he's stupid talented if you actually just go like on youtube twitter wherever and just type in his name and search for videos his highlight reels are fucking insane and the only real knock on him from various scouts across you know across the league is that he has like kind of inconsistent periods where he's kind of not trying so hard all the time like he's either you know in the corner fighting for a puck or he's kind of being lackadaisical. So I guess there's some question marks around his inconsistent effort, whatever. He's still really young. Hopefully he can figure that out. Um, he's been in the OHL, the Ontario hockey league since he was a rookie. Uh, sorry. He's been a star in the OHL since he was a rookie. So he's still playing in the OHL. He's still a badass, And I'm, I don't know. My, my vibes on this guy are, are really, really good. That's awesome. I love it. I, you know, regardless of ranking uh, where we're standing, I mean, I, obviously yes. you, me, you listening, we all feel so great about the Seattle Kraken pipeline. It's nice to hear, you know, how other people think, but at the same time, it's like, we're yep. doing just fine. I think Agreed. we've got just everything. Everything's upside right now, baby. So that's everything awesome to see the last, the last guy. And I mean, not, not, not the last guy overall, but the last guy that I went over specifically is Ty Nelson. And this is the dude that I fell in love with during the draft because Jeff, if you remember, he was the guy that was rocking the giant blue fedora. Um, and he was fully embracing like the crack in love. He was dra uh, drafted 68th overall. He's a defenseman. He's got swag out of the fucking ass. And the only knock on him, which I actually love because, you know, I love players like a yawning gourd who are undersized is that he's five foot 10, 200 pounds. So he's a stocky motherfucker. Um, yeah. I noticed I was, I was watching some of his pressers from when he was at the Kraken Ice Complex, 
and he was referencing like the Jays and Mariners game in town and how passionate the fans were and how they were screaming at each other. Um, and I just thought like he has a ton of personality. This guy ends up skating for the crack. And I'm telling you right now, Ty Nelson is going to be a fan favorite. And a, a little side note that he actually made during the presser as well. He's been skating either with or playing against Shane Wright since he went, since he was five to six years old. So he literally has grown up cool. um, on skates with Shane Wright. So I thought that was really cool too. But those are my four dudes. Those those guys are big reasons why, you know, the, the Kraken went from dead last in the league to 15th in the pipeline. You know, it's not the strongest pipeline, but we took a massive leap forward. I, I think our 2022 draft class is, is outstanding, and hopefully those players continue to develop in the right way, and, and we can see some some guys out on the ice in the near future. The pipeline is strong. I feel so awesome about this team. I cannot wait. It's going to be great. So that's cool. We'll have to. Did you tweet that out? We got to. We got to tweet that out. Make sure we put that. No, out. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. No, just doing podcast stuff. Yeah, but we'll get it out there for sure. Podcast things. Okay, cool. Podcast shit. Um. So before we get to no dumb questions, which I'm actually pretty pumped about because the questions about how what's the best way to mm-hmm. wash your hockey jersey, and I actually have some stuff to add to that because I washed my hockey hats uh, this week. Oh after- shit after watching some TikToks about it, right? Because that's how I search everything these days is just on yeah. TikTok, watching videos. But, how to be a fly football coach, TikTok. Dude, that's a good idea. You got to do that. Um, actually, I'm like, legit. I'm serious. I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Before we get to that, though, I do want to also talk about, you know, another one of our sponsors. And um, and actually, this is pretty cool. Raycon wireless earbuds, which are awesome. You know who that, you know who, who whose company this is? Yeah, Ray J, the guy who made the sex tape with Kim K. Are we allowed to say that for the average? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd be proud of it. Sure, why not? I mean, like, absolutely. That, that's case that scenario, made, the network comes back to us. They're like, dude, you guys cannot say that. <laughs> they made everybody a lot of money. You know, I actually, I did, you know, my, my wife watched the Kardashians quite a bit. We watched it, and mostly just to kind of be like, oh, my gosh. But that yeah, was... Yeah, so did I, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, <laughs> that was... Uh, <laughs> that was... Uh, it was messed up, but man, there's a lot of things that came out of that. So, hey, Ray J, what's up, man? And the Raycon wireless earbuds are pretty awesome, right? So, like, if you're listening to this podcast, you listen to a lot of podcasts. I love music. I listen to a lot of music. Raycon's everyday earbuds, they look, feel, and sound better than ever. These are really awesome earbuds. Optimized gel tips. They fit perfectly in your ear. Very comfortable. They don't move. They don't budge. I was telling you about riding a bike. They do not budge, right? Eight hours of playtime. 32-hour battery life. That's the worst is when you go grab the earbuds, right? And you're putting them in, and then it's like, no power. And like, what the hell, man? I just thought I had that all charged up. Well, 32 hours of battery life. Pretty awesome for these Raycon wireless earbuds. They have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Well, can we get to 50,000 reviews for this podcast? 50, yeah, get us to 100 first, people. What the fuck, man? Raycon's yeah. kicking our ass. Let's go. And they're half the price of the other premium audio brands, all right? So um, you can customize the sound on these things. The tap, you can, you can, you know, like you're riding your bike, you can tap the earbud and you can do it, you know, like easily control everything that's going on. So definitely... If you're looking to level up, if you're looking to, you know, have the best listening experience, and this, this does matter, right? Raycon, okay, wireless earbuds. And here's the deal. We've got a, a code for you to get a percentage off. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN. Now, Raycon is R-A-Y-C-O-N. So it's buyraycon.com slash THPN today, and you get 15% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash THPN and score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. So thanks. Thank you, Ray J. What's up, man? Thank you, Raycon. Ciao, we Ray appreciate J. you. Ciao, Raycon. What's up? Shout out. And no dumb questions. Let's get to it. No dumb questions is something that I'm excited to get more questions. They're starting to roll in. We haven't even gotten to hockey season yet. This is where other podcasts, you know, they might shame you for not knowing everything about hockey and hockey life and hockey culture. They might shame you for not knowing, you know, this or that. We obviously embrace being fools and we are learning always. You know, the day you stop learning is the day you die. And we accept that. And we want you to ask us any question you've got. Do not be embarrassed. Ask us. There is no dumb question. What is this week's no dumb question, Joey? All right, so this one's a good one because it doesn't like tip like 
necessarily involve the game. I'm struggling here. It's still early. It doesn't necessarily involve the game, but it's a question that I think is really important because it's something that I don't know. And there's a lot of people out there who just, you know, within the past year bought their first sweater or or first hockey sweaters. And this is a great question. How do you properly wash a sweater? And this uh, question uh, came from Sam. Uh, Shout out Sam. He's at Twitter at Fratzog, F-R-A-T-T-Z-O-G. Um, and Sam's just awesome because speaking of Joey memes, dude, that guy's always uh, sending us fucking hilarious shit throughout the season. So I'm excited for that. He's got Anyways, some fire memes. Yeah. This is a great question. And I, so I, you know, in, in typical me fashion, I did a, a real big deep dive into this because like, I still haven't bought my first Kraken sweater. And with that being said, I want to know exactly how to wash it when I have it. And before I go into details on that though, can you tell us, me, whatever, how you ended up washing your hockey hats and like what made you do that like was it just was it time to do it are you rocking them all the time so they're getting sweaty like what was the deal then how'd you go about doing it my hockey hats is like i just i love wearing hats you know what i mean i love it and sometimes i i like to try and keep my hats in good condition but sometimes i just grab a hat and and i I sweat a lot you know like so i mowed my i don't know why i mowed the lawn in my red wings hat and then i wore the Kraken hat to the first flag football game. So I was repping the Kraken in my first flag football game on Friday night. Nice. When you took the L way to, way to jinx the team, dude. But I was I mean, <laughs> apples and oranges, bro. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I, I mean, it's South Louisiana. I sweat a lot always. And I just destroyed both hats. They were just nasty. They had the, they had the sweat marks on them. So I needed to wash them because I want to take care of them because I want to wear them. Hockey season's coming up and, I, and they're good hats. I love these hats. They're in good shape and I want to keep them that way. So here's what I did is I got a bucket and I, and, and the, 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 the TikTok videos, you require a few more things like borax, Tide um, powder, and then baking soda. What I did was I got a bucket, filled it up. I put in some Tide. I only had Tide, you know, uh, gel or whatever, and I mixed it up so it was all in there. And then I dumped a whole bunch of baking soda in it because baking soda is amazing. Like the older I get, the more it's just like vinegar, baking soda cleans everything. That's all you need. Okay. Yeah. And I dumped baking soda in that thing until it was cloudy. Threw that my hats in there, soaked it. I let it soak basically overnight. The next morning dumped it out. It was like full of just nasty, dirty water, rinsed them off, rinsed them off, rinsed them off, rinsed them off. And then, and then I, uh, just let them dry in the air overnight and they're pretty good. So they're solid. So that's how I did that. Okay. That's interesting. And I appreciate you sharing that because it's actually really similar to the research and what I pulled about how to wash a sweater. So there'd be like, there's like a couple of steps here. And one, so I want to look up like, what the hell is a sweater? By the way, I, I choose to use sweater over jersey because it makes me in my head sound like, a, like I'm a hockey insider, like I know my shit. Like, oh, yeah, I've been watching hockey for a long time and like check out my sweater. But anyways, uh, so they are made from a heavyweight, stretchable, synthetic knit or mesh. And the first step, like you mentioned with the hat, is to pre-soak. You absolutely have to pre-soak it. So rinse the sweater in a sink with cold water. And this is going to remove loose dirt. And this is the funny part about this is when I was like, uh, Googling, like, how do you wash a hockey sweater? It was like, do this to remove any loose blood. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Like, they're they're talking about, like, as if we're, we're out there playing. But unless you're getting into some weird shit, hopefully there's no blood on your sweater. Anyways, uh, rinse it. Again, cold water to remove all that stuff. After that, fill a large sink or a bucket with warm, uh, specifically not hot, with warm water combined with one cup of heavy-duty laundry detergent and one cup baking soda because that is like you just mentioned that thing's a freaking lifesaver and it ultra like it also like neutralizes the odor um, of the sweater because you're probably sweating in it and getting all nasty. You soak it for one hour minimum, but if you can and like like you just mentioned with your hat, you soak it overnight. Like that's the way to do it. And a really important note here uh, from the thing that I was researching on it says no chlorine bleach ever. So if you have chlorine bleach. Do not use that for your sweater. You're going to fuck it up. Uh, so, and and then there's also a side note here saying that white polyester fibers, which you know, again, most uh, most sweaters have, they actually have an inner core that's yellow. And if you use that chlorine bleach, you're asking for that yellow to come out. Like it's not going to be good. Um, so, what, you, what you can use in place is oxygen-based bleach. So, like an OxyClean, that is oxygen-based 
Um, you can combine that with cool water and soak it for eight hours for white and gray uniforms, or like you just mentioned with the hat overnight. I feel like I cut you off there, Jeff, like you were going to say something. No, 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 no. I think that's great. I, um, okay. I, I always just, I would, I would wash them in the washing machine. Yeah. Gentle. And then just hang them to air dry. So that's in there. And then and it always works. Yeah, that's I mean, that's like the last two steps here is one you wash alone. You do not wash the sweater, your jersey with anything else. Like you have to completely wash it alone. No outside clothes, especially towels, because the cotton or the cotton blend is going to stick to the sweater. Um, And also, if you want to prevent damage to numbers and letters, this is really big and something that I also never thought of. Um, You turn the sweater inside out to minimize the risk. And then again, never use hot water, even if it's a white or a gray sweater. So think about like the Kraken away away sweaters. You never use hot. You always use cool water and detergent as recommended on the label and also never use fabric softener. And then after that, you also do not throw it in the dryer. You are asking for it to shrink, set in stains, fade colors, start messing with uh, the stitching possibly. So you hang it out to dry and then there you go. That is how you wash your sweater. It's kind of a process. But guess what? These things, like the official ones, they're a couple hundred dollars, man. Uh, they're, they're serious material here. Like, and if you're going to invest in one, then you should also be washing it appropriately. And a random fact that I learned about sweaters that I really, really uh, thought was cool is that I did not know that the material also like has the technology in it to like push sweat away from the body. So I thought that was really cool as well. What? That's that's like way way too advanced. That must yeah, have I, know. I, like, I don't even know how it does that, but that's what the the article I was reading said. But anyways, yeah. Uh, so that I honestly thought that was one of my favorite questions. So again, shout out to Sam for asking that. But um, yeah, that is how you wash um your sweater and also how you wash your hat. It's kind of a similar process. So take those notes down. Wash your sweaters the right way. Turn them inside out so you don't fuck up your stitching and letters and all that, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's perfect. Exactly. Just it's, you know, they're made, they're made to be, you know, destroyed and beat up. And, you know, I actually, I wore hockey jerseys a lot in high school because it, 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 a couple of things is I, I just loved hockey so much, but I also too was like was a sweaty kid. I mean, just like re- real, real talk here. I was a sweaty kid. And, um, you know, I would, I would wear that because sometimes I would just, you know, be sweaty and I didn't want to have people see, you know, sweat stains on my shirt. So I wear hockey Jersey. So that's real, that's real life. That's, that's, that's old school stuff right there. That's emotional stuff. That was, it was crazy, but I also too, just really, truly loved hockey. So I was like the hockey Jersey kid quite a bit, which was, um, so I, there's a lot of washing going on, but, uh, but also too, my dad smoked, um, back in the day when I was a kid. So it was like, I was the hockey Jersey smoke smelling kid. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and that's why you got to use the OxyClean. That's why you got to put the baking soda in there to neutralize the odor, man. So we got all, all of our bases I'm, covered here. I'm hearing sponsorships for Arm & Hammer. I'm, I'm hearing OxyClean. I'm hearing Tide. Like, bring it, people. Bring it, oh, people. That's a genius idea. We gotta, I got to write this shit down. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's put out TikToks. Let's, you should, we, we should just put TikToks out about washing hockey jerseys and washing hats. And like that's all we put out, and we will, like, we will blow yeah. up. We will get yep. sponsorships, man. Swear to God into it (laughs) all right so i hope as we move into september you have an awesome day you have an awesome week and please if you can leave us that review wherever you listen to us apple podcast spotify thank you so much for that make sure you go to twitter at kraken pod and you find that tweet that shows the manny baneers puck we got to pin that to the top of our profile if we haven't already um i'll do Mm. that right now but Go go do that so you can understand what the deal is here, and uh, you help us win. help you help yeah. us help you. I'm just trying to give away a Matty Benier signed puck before That's all he's trying he to do. Alder. Do you not do you not want that? Help do you help not us want out. it? That's all he's trying to do. All I'm trying to do. I'm doing this for you. Jesus, come on, people. All right, so no, but thank you for listening. So uh, go do that. And we're getting closer to September. We're going to start our season preview coming up next week. So we're pumped about that. We are getting closer. You are almost there. You are closer one day to Seattle Kraken hockey officially happening. So thank you so much, Joey, man. Have a good week. Hopefully you're not tired of the toilet all day. I'll try my best. I'm good to go now. (laughs) Hey, thank you all for listening to the Kraken pod. And by the way, we do always leave every episode by dropping something we call the chirp of the week. Hockey players, when they talk trash on the ice, they're called chirps. 
You know, if you listen to a hockey press conference, they're, they're really lame. Hockey players being interviewed between periods, 99% of the time, really lame. They don't say much at all. And on the ice, they're really funny. So that's why we love wrapping up each episode with this. So have a great week. Let's go Kraken. We're going to leave you with the Kraken pod. Chirp of the week. Pigeon.